What's up, y'all, and welcome to the Off the Record podcast. My name is Campbell Wilmot. Throughout this series, I'll be speaking with different musicians and talking about their life, their songwriting, and their music, as well as playing some of their music on this show. On our very first episode today, I'm speaking with Colton Jesse. Just as a quick note before we begin, unfortunately, I won't be able to play two of his songs today just because they are explicit and this is airing for Arizona State's Blaze Radio Station, but be sure and go check them out. One of them is called Firewater, which I absolutely love, and the second one is Marlboro Man, which he talks about today in the interview. Also, please stay tuned all the way until the end today and listen. Colton Jesse has been so kind and is allowing me to play one of his unreleased songs, so if you stay all the way until the end, you'll be able to hear that for the very first time. Today, I'm here with Colton Jesse, who is a professional bull rider, as well as an up-and-coming um, country music artist. How are you doing today, Colton? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. So today, I really want to get to talking about your music, but you're also a professional bull rider. So why don't we just start off? You can tell me a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and how you got started in PBR. Yeah, um, I'm... 24 years, or I'm not 24, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm 23, going to be 24 this year, um, but I'm from a small town here in Oklahoma, and uh, my dad rode bulls, my grandpa rode bulls a little bit, and it's just something I always wanted to do, and something I've always done from the time I was little, and uh, first and foremost, like you said, I'm a professional bull rider, so uh, I, I turned 18, I bought my pro rodeo stuff, and did that, and ended up having uh, some injuries and then after that in 2017 I bought my PBR stuff and that's where I've been since. Awesome that is super cool so I guess it runs in the family. So to speak yeah. (laughs) Awesome so you just competed in the PBR world finals in North Texas which is actually where I'm from and how was that experience just explain that a little bit and you also competed with an injury if I'm wrong you can correct me but just explain that experience. Yeah, it was cool. <clears throat> Typically, our world finals is in Las Vegas, has been for, uh, I think, the since the beginning of the PBR back in 94. And uh, so going to Vegas is always, you know, the world finals feeling, and it's always fun out there. But, you know, due to COVID and everything, we had to move it to Dallas Cowboys Stadium this year. And uh, I've rode in Dallas Cowboys Stadium a handful of times before that, and and so it's kind of a comfortable, comfortable feeling, especially being that close to the house. But uh, it was just unreal, you know. That the feeling—I don't know if you've ever been in Dallas Cowboys Stadium, even just sitting in the stands. Like it's just a completely different feeling. Definitely. Uh, but like you said, I was dealing with an injury, and I did my best to, or I felt like I did my best to work through it, and it didn't really work out for me. But uh, got it all, got the injury taken care of, and on the on the men now. Right. You had just posted a little bit on social media about how you had surgery. Um, how did that go and how long do you think the recovery will be? Uh, it, surgery, surgery went good. Um, the, the doctor for the PBR, Tandy Freeman, uh, set it up um, with a hip specialist in Nashville, Tennessee. And so I, I went out there and got the surgery done and he uh, just went up, went in there and cleaned up the hip joint like I needed and they, I think they said the recovery time is looking like five months right now. So hopefully it's shorter, but you know. Definitely. Tell me a little bit about your training for bull riding. Like what does an average day look like for you and how do you have time to um, squeeze in time for music? 
uh, the average day for me is pretty uh, pretty laid back actually. Um, when I when I'm healthy, I'm I typically work out. I don't do anything real crazy, but I'll work out in the evenings and uh, you know for an hour, probably work out for an hour, and then I'll get on my barrel for you know an hour after that, maybe ride a horse bareback. I just do all kinds of stuff, and uh, so the music. It's really, it's really not like it's squeezing any time in anywhere. I typically I wake up in the morning, and get run my errands in town that I needed to run, and then come back to the house and relax and play some music. And so it uh, it, it fits pretty well. Awesome. So how and when did you first get started in playing music? I actually bought a guitar when I was eighteen. Uh, me and a buddy were coming back from a rodeo actually, and driving all through the night and. We were getting close to the house and we stopped in uh, this town and stopped at this pawn shop just to look around and I just bought a guitar. I don't know why I did. I don't, it, it was just kind of an impulse buy and uh, I bought this guitar when I was 18 and just started teaching myself and picking up everywhere I could and I had some buddies that played and I learned from them and it just kind of went from there. <laughs> cool. Super cool. Do you happen to remember what was the first song that you ever learned to play? The first song I ever learned to play was uh, it was Spinning My Wheels by Dolly Shine. I don't know if you ever heard of them or not. but Okay, so who would you consider to be some of your biggest inspirations when it comes to music? Uh, most definitely Tyler Childers. I enjoy his music and his songwriting. Um, I enjoy honest songwriting, so another guy I listen to is uh, Benjamin Todd. He's pretty well known but he's not real big and uh i, I enjoy his music mm-hmm. um coulter wall mm-hmm. i mean i have a, i have a big list but those are just three names that really come to mind turnpike right. Evan felker definitely um so who are you listening to right now what are some of your favorite songs at the moment that's a that's a big question i, I listen to all types of music uh me and my me and my buddy uh hud he helps me write a bunch of my songs and um we listen to all, ki- all types of music. Uh, but I have to say, I'm pretty well always listening to Tyler Childers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just some, he's got a song for just about anything. Definitely. You know, I can listen to it all day long. And in case any of the listeners haven't heard Tyler Childers sing before, I'm going to play one of his songs just so they can get an idea of what his songwriting and his singing is like. So here is Lady May by Tyler Childers. stone so from the mill and I'm a good walk to the river when my working day is over we'll go swim our cares away put your toes down in the water and a smile across your face and tell me that you love me lovely lady May now I hate the sharpest chisel that your hands have ever held But darling I could love you well Till the roll is called on high I've seen my share of trouble And I've held my weight in shame 
But I'm baptized in your name Lovely Lady May As it waltzes or leaves It's been rushing through my timber Till your love brought on the spring Now the mountains all are blushing And they don't know what to say Except a good long line of praises For my lovely Lady May Now I ain't the toughest hickory That your axe has ever fell But I'm a hickory just as well I'm a hickory all the same I came crashing through the forest As you cut my roots away And I fell a good long ways For my lovely lady So last year, you released some singles on Spotify live from the kitchen table. Were those really recorded at the kitchen table? Yeah, yeah, they were. Uh, with COVID and everything, it was kind of hard to get a hold of some studios. And I really, I didn't know what I was doing at all. And uh, I did call a studio and they gave me a, a price. And I, I, had, I had the money to do it, but I was like, I'm not spending that money. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not going to spend that much money. And so I got online and I ordered some recording equipment to just plug into a computer and I think I spent like 250 bucks on it and yeah I just I didn't edit nothing it's it's all raw and it's live from the kitchen table I set the computer up on the kitchen table and plugged everything in and just went at it I drink whiskey like it's water to see if I still Smoke cigarettes like I can't be killed Take me to another town when they preferred whiskey over wine See how long it take me to get my fill When I head out on the trail Load my tobacco pipe with smoke Buy myself a sack and a box and roll your own. A simpler time, free will to live this modern life I wouldn't miss. Take me back a hundred years or so. day and night just picking on these strings I wear my fingers down just to see if I still bleed staring watch I take the earth and miss this wild unruly spin 
begging God for a different time and scenery. I'd make my living in my saddle with my rope For a day's wage and a pack of roll your owns A simpler time free will to live this modern life I would miss Take me back a hundred years or so Stay up all night and get no sleep Reading these words in red So when I pass to the other side My soul is well and fed Live as I'm from another time Where there were more of my kind Spend my days living and dodging death I'd blaze my own trail And freely I would roam Making heavy miles on A waspy cold-backed cold Oh Lord, take me back a few lives Do my best and live by your light Take me back a hundred years or so Take me back a hundred years And you just listened to one of the songs that was recorded live at the kitchen table, and that one was called Take Me Back. So you said that Marlboro Man is the first song that you ever wrote. Um, It's an awesome song, by the way. Very good. And so who is that song about? That is actually about uh, an old friend of mine. His name was his name was Jim Burns. Uh, we all called him Woody, though. And he was just, he's actually from, or lived in the small town I'm from. And I grew up knowing him, and he was just an old, old school rodeo cowboy and just rough and tough and smoked Marlboros like they were going out of style and drank whiskey. And he was just, he was one of my heroes. And uh, he was like a grandpa to me, really. And uh, he... I'm trying to think when he passed it. I think I got that guitar in 2015. I think he passed in 20 later that year in 2015, actually. And so I think 2016, I wrote that song. I just sat down one day and I never wrote a song before or anything. Um, just kind of happened. I don't know. That's incredible. Do you think that music is sort of therapeutic for you? maybe like a way to cope most definitely um i feel like i'm pretty reserved i don't know i don't talk about a whole lot of things that are going on in my life or anything but just to you know a select group of people very small circle and uh so music music kind of helps me get the uh pardon my language but it helps me get on my out if that makes any sense Mm -hmm. explain to me your songwriting process what does that usually look like do you write the lyrics first or the music how does that go it's kind of different um like i said i i don't know what i'm doing honestly i'm just getting into this i guess but i've probably i've probably wrote around 50 songs or, or more um 
and just getting everything out. And I, I don't release all of them, obviously, because I don't like all of them. I just, I just get them out and then go on to the next one. Uh, the Firewater song, for instance, mm-hmm. even the Marlboro Man, the Take Me Back song, um, they all just kind of happened. Uh, I'd just be messing around on the guitar and just kind of catch a notion or an idea and then just kind of roll with it. And I think it's safe to say I probably wrote all those songs each in 15 minutes or less. Wow. So it just, I don't know. I just kind of definitely don't try to force anything. It just kind of happens and uh, just roll with it, whatever feels right. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. A lot of things have been affected by COVID, obviously, like uh, National Finals Rodeo and PBR have definitely been affected. How has the pandemic affected the bull riding circuit for you? Uh, we took a pretty hard hit uh, when it first, when the country first shut down and everything back in March of last year, whenever that was. And uh, we didn't have any any bull ridings or anything to go to for about a month. And which wasn't terrible, honestly. Uh, but you know, when you ride bulls for a living, it kind of, it kind of puts a damper on things, but the PBR, um, did an outstanding job. They got, uh, a protocol in line to do events, do closed events, no fans. And they worked their tails off and they got us back and within that month. And, uh, they took really good care of it as much as they could. Anyway, they did everything. Mm Mm-hmm. So you said you had about a month where um, there was no bull riding or anything. Did this affect your music production? Like, did you have more time to write songs? Yeah, I did. And, and that's what I did mostly um, on that time off. I mean, I, I still worked out and everything and, and just stayed ready for whenever we did come back. But uh, <clears throat> for for a professional bull rider that's never really had a real job and enjoys playing music, I thought if there's an opportunity to do this music then I'm that's what I'm going to do and so I I had a lot of time I sat around and played a lot of music and uh, listened to a lot of music and just worked on it and I think that's that time period is kind of when I made the decision that I was actually going to try to do this music stuff so it's uh, it was a blessing in disguise definitely so what would you say that the future looks like for your music career are you going to plan to release any more music I know you talked about the one yeah, um, I I got a bunch of songs on deck. Uh, I, I have been writing a lot. I've got a lot of half songs wrote right now, um, but they seem to be about the same things. So I'm just kind of working through that, getting all that junk out. And um, But I got, like you said, the one uh, I plan to release here probably in the next couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And, and what uh, was that one called again? It's called Drying Up. Okay. And... Uh, I haven't been very active on social media here lately and I need to get better about that because as far as building a music career, I guess it's kind of necessary, but, uh, but yeah, I got, I got that one and I don't know. I'm just, just writing songs as I go and definitely going to make, try to make a career out of this. Um, but I'm not going to let it overlap into my bull riding right now. Um, once I get healthy, it's back to bull riding and then the music kind of be put on a back burner. But uh, it's definitely a retirement plan. Awesome. So have you um, performed in public before or do you plan on doing that? I've had I've had two shows, actually, um, in a, uh, a small bar that I probably 20 miles from where I grew up at. And uh, 
that's in a little college town in Ada, Oklahoma. And I got all kinds of friends there and I just happened to be, be there one day. And, uh, I talked to the bartenders that I know a little bit. And I said, what do y'all think about me playing here? And I said, can you get a crowd here? And I said, well, I got enough friends. I, I maybe, you know, and, um, so I, I played two shows there. I played one, uh, towards the end of December and then one on new year's Eve at that place. And they, pretty pretty good i still don't know what i'm doing i don't have any sound guys or anything i just i take my own amp in there and my own guitar and mic and everything and set up and just play and i played a bunch of my songs and then some cover songs and uh, i've actually played there again february 13th and then i play i have another show in uh, yukon oklahoma march 7th okay so, and what was the venue called again it's called the village okay cool yes you kind of already answered this a little bit, but where do you find yourself to be more comfortable um, or where would you rather be on the back of a bull or behind a guitar? Right now on the back of a bull. Okay. I'm still, still getting, you know, getting the jitters out of the way as far as playing in front of, I don't even want to say a big crowd, but you know, a lot, a lot of people anyway. So I'm okay. in. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Do you have any final thoughts or messages for your fans? Uh, I just appreciate everybody. Um, if it if it wasn't for people listening to my music, I wouldn't put any out. Uh, I it, it all just kind of happened. I had a buddy. Um, I sent him the the Firewater song, and he put it on his TikTok, and then he sent me a message a couple weeks after, and he said, "Dude, this this stuff's blowing up." and mm -hmm. uh, I just appreciate all everybody listening and taking the time to lend a listening ear. And mm -hmm. They're all, all the songs are incredible. Firewater is definitely my favorite though. Uh, but all of them, like I said, are awesome. So at um, the end of each episode, I'm going to do this thing called final speed round. So I'm going to name two artists and then just off the top of your head, pick one or the other, whichever one you prefer. Are you ready? Yeah. yeah. Okay. George Jones or George Strait. Jones. Willie or Waylon? Willie. Jason Isbell or Jason Aldean? Isbell. And then final one, Beatles or the Stones? Beatles. <laughs> nice. Awesome. So last question, uh, where can people find more info about you and your music? Um, like I said, the uh, social media thing, I haven't been very active on it here lately, and uh, I'm going to get better about that. But, yeah, you can follow me on uh, – seems like I put more stuff about my music on Twitter. I think it's because I didn't have that many followers on there, and so I was just kind of testing it out. But on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, you can find me on Facebook. Um, but Twitter and Instagram, probably I'm a little bit more active, and it's uh, at Colton underscore Jesse. That's probably where you find everything. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for talking to me today. It was a pleasure talking to you. I really appreciate it. Thank you for your time. Yeah, thanks. Thank you for the, for the interview. And thank you all so much for tuning in and listening today. And as promised, I am playing one of Colton Jesse's unreleased songs. But be sure and tune in next week at the same time, 3 p.m. Arizona time on Thursday. And I will be speaking next week on our second episode with Carson Jeffrey. But to wrap things up today, here is the unreleased song by Colton Jesse called Drying Up.
Where the sun is rising in the east And I'm headed north Cutting my teeth and cutting my own cords well, I can go all day and I can go all night Run through the dark and flames and past the moonlight Tired souls and memories fold at the hands of fate If I keep speaking to my grave I'll be anything but late Cause the ways I've kept keep me down on praying knees Still I try to escape these demons on my feet so take me down Fill me up Cause I'm running out of road and bottles drying up It's better to burn up than rust yourself shut Just as it is to fall in love rather than lust I can't seem to find a difference between the two Of course I've always tried to look I've been breathing in flames And coughing up dust Lord help me cause the bottle's drying up Feeling out my pain for the first time in a while And all these emotions I've gathered in a pile and I'm about to give in to the demons that I fed Can't drown them anymore cause they're convinced we're dead Hear my sound and turn me up. Cause I'm belting from my soul and the bottle's drying up. And I'm running out.